This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We're at the point in Project Runway where you don't want anyone to go home because they're all really good and really talented and. It's like every week you're like, do we have to? But then you go, well, that's the show. Like they, So as much as it absolutely destroyed me to say goodbye to Fabio, it was time for him. If I had to pick one um, based on that challenge and also the fact that he's been struggling, but it's hard because I love him and his little, I, I don't know why I call his fashion his little picasso outfits like his little painter artsy i just he's a great person he's a good hang but i think he he's done so many of these i think it's maybe time for him to stop and just focus on his business and what he does really well and where he's making his bread and butter because i don't think he has the capability of of doing what nina wanted him to do because well we'll get into it we'll get into it Hi, by the way, for any of you following my filler journey, I, I have, well, first of all, I'm still peeling from the chemical peel I got last Friday. Hence why I'm in like disguise because I still have it like peeling around my hairline all down here and a little bit on my cheek, which that's, it's taken a long time. And the filler update is... I have a really intense bruise under my eye and I'm just giving it another couple days before I panic. It's starting to yellow, but like there's another aspect of it. I may show, I may show my people over on the Patreon because I think I've got a couple like cosmetic experts over there, but I've definitely Googled bruising under eye with cheek filler in various ways and almost everything is like, yeah, totally common, but you know, still. So FYI, very much still in the healing process. I don't know how people do this stuff frequently. You got to, oh, it's like when Ramona, when Ramona was at the Roni reunion and they had to switch couches season 10 because there was a big bruise and that, okay, that's it. There it is. Got to really time this shit properly, you know? Shall we just go right into this episode? And if you're watching on YouTube, I was, I, I don't want to say I was challenged to do this, but they requested and it mentioned that it would be nice to add clips or pictures of the designs from the challenge. And I'm happy to say that I took that challenge. I said, I shall. It's a lot of extra work, but I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it for you guys. So if you're watching on YouTube, enjoy. All right, let's get into this. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to the Underpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. 
Puppini! So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. Fabio is trying so hard to take in the notes about not being safe and pushing it. And I could just tell with the way he was processing it that he just doesn't get it. Like he thought he was pushing it. He thought that was that was risky for him. And I could I knew it wasn't going to go well. I in my bones I was like he's going to fuck up. He's going to when it's like when it's like you can't teach someone something like that if it's just not in their aesthetic. And I could tell he was clueless as to how to take his work and push it, you know? The challenge is high fashion look showcasing couture-like undergarments because apparently it is all the rage, undergarments being outerwear garments, Gucci, Balenciaga, Tom Brown, all those people. It is a one-day challenge, which blows my mind. Coteau continues to just not seem to like this process very much. She's, you know, she's happy to go over to what she calls the west side of the workroom so that she can hear her thoughts. And if she didn't have such a judgy tone, I would be like, whatever. But she's just, there's always a level of... She's a problem with kind of the way everyone does things. And that's that's starting to kind of wear on me. You know, like Karasan went over to the west side of the workroom and it, she was it wasn't the same annoyance with everyone. It wasn't this it was just like, "No, I'm just over here because it's where I want to be." Kato seems to very much focus on everyone else and get distracted by everyone else and kind of I don't know. I really want to. I really want to be on her side. I do, because uh, I think she's so talented, and I respect history and Karasan and Kato. They did the damn thing before it was so normalized to have people of color in fashion. So I respect that. I just don't think she should have. She came back like, I don't want to do any of the bad shit. Just get me right to the finale, and everyone else like playing along. Nah, not going to work. So, okay. Anna, as soon as she said that she wanted to make some sort of, some garment in honor of how her breasts changed with childbirth, I was like, I'm concerned. And then she says, I'm going to make this cone bra, like pointy, pointy cone. Like, no, 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 no. I'm glad that Christian edited that. Because she would have been in the bottom, 100%. They would have been like, why does she have those nipples? Carousel's design is inspired by the Tulsa Massacre, which is such an iconic choice from her. And you feel it in the final piece. You really do. Um, and it's really crazy that a lot of people don't know about the Tulsa Massacre. I didn't know about it until maybe five years ago because it's – I originally thought when I heard of the Tul- I heard of it as Tulsa riots for a while. So that is not what it was. It was a deliberate demolition of Black Wall Street. I mean, taking this down affected 
generations. Because to have to start over, like you had businesses, banks, all this shit, and they destroyed it. Reparations, let's make them. We need to start paying up. Coteau, I didn't realize she came to America at 16 from Liberia. They escaped the war. That's a thing. That's a major experience. 16, you are you are remembering everything at that age. That's a lot. But uh, Fabio had all these pictures of his childhood in Brazil, and they're like in black and white, and it's so cute seeing little tiny Fabio. But it makes him want to use the home fabric he bought. And I was like, Okay, that, uh, okay, I just, I just didn't get the choice. It looked like a shower curtain. And I kept thinking, maybe I'm, is he talking about something else that he's got on that mannequin? Okay, no, that's it. And he's got this like drapey top and Christian does his walkthrough and he's like, I think we're right back at where we were last week. Like there's nothing exciting. He goes, this is Doris Day on the island. My mom has that top. She wore it last week. She's 75. I mean, like that's kind of how it feels. It was, I was like, this can't, this can't be, this has to be the start of it. And he's going to trim a bunch of stuff. I was like, I, I owned that top when I was always trying to like cover my body, like you have tunics and billowy things like, okay. So that's when I knew we were fucked. He was fucked. I'm like, Fabio, you're not, it's a taste thing. He's like, I'll just do a bold color with doilies on it. Thank God again for Christian shutting down Anna's pointy nipples because she ends up coming out with the look that's really cool. Bishmi is doing the shoulders again. And is it just me? Am I the only one that sees Mickey Mouse ears? That's all I see. So I have a hard time not seeing that. It's just such an, like, to do two big circular or half circle shoulders, it's like, so Mickey Mouse shoulders? I can't help it. When he's not doing, like, the faces and stuff or whatever, it's just like, I I need you to stop doing that, okay? And he And he will. Once he hears from Sergio, don't get stuck, he goes, noted, got it, changing everything now. Rami does the most accurate impression of Christian. He, because, of course, Christian goes over to Rami and messes with him a little bit. And Rami goes, it's like these two fingers and he's always petting himself. Wait a minute. That's exactly what he does. It was so good. I love that Karasan has a sketch and it's such a big deal. Like everyone cheers. Everyone is excited. And what a sketch. What a look. We will get to that because that design was everything. He says, even 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 Christian, when they're doing the model fitting, he's like, I love the garters underneath. Like, I know I love them, like, living. And then Karasan, again, I'm not a fashionista, so when she says she's going to pleat the entire thing, Christian's like, you have six and a half hours total. So he says something like pleading at the top and then do bishop sleeves or something. Whatever he said was clearly a great note because 
when her look came out as it was, Sergio was like, there's no way she did that in 12 hours. And this is where like me not having that eye for designing and knowing how it, how it's done, I kind of get lost there because I'm like, oh, I just don't know what goes into it. And they all look like they're doing impossible things to me. Sewing a fucking button looks impossible to me. So I, I kind of wish I had more. But I'm assuming that pleating, you have to gather it perfectly. It's probably one of those tedious tasks designers do. Like when they decide to go for that, it's like, oh, I'm going to pleat this for hours. So I can see how it's an intricate choice, but she executes it like it's, it's delicious. I want it. Oh, Fabio is fitting his model. And already I'm like, what is the shorts? What is the top? What are we looking at? And then he just drapes some piece of orange fabric over the shoulders. So it's like drapey capey with a crisscross corset thing because Remember, Christian was like, this, you can't do like a little tunic top. And then these shorts made out of a shower curtain. And Fabio is spiraling. He even says, he's like, this is psychological damage. And I just knew. I'm like, if this is what you're going for, the shorts, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. The, the whole workroom starts to lose it though. One day challenges, man. It's too much. It's too much. But Coteau, she's got to throw out her entire top and start over. That's a lot. Anna is working the next day. I I couldn't tell what she said. Did she say her the shirt she was wearing was getting in the way? Because for whatever reason, she is working with her top off. And it's not like something people seem comfortable with. Everybody's commenting on it. And even her model's like, mm, okay, Cool. So thanks. Thanks, Anna. I think she did this on her season too, if I vaguely remember that happening. The guest judges, Sergio Hudson and Paulina Boriskova, who is, what great judges. I was like kind of happy Nina wasn't there. It was nice to have a break from that energy and have Sergio. Like, is he not amazing? Oh, oh my God. Love him the most. Designers, designers. We always concern ourselves with aging in the face, but let's not forget the hair. We must take very special care of our hair. It's the new skincare. If you are not using satin pillowcases, trust me, not only does it save your hair, but it also saves you from wrinkles. That is why I've been using Kitsch for uh, maybe six years now. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. Kitsch is a female-founded, self-funded company that started in 2010, and they sold hair ties door-to-door. They hustled, and now they're carried in over 20,000 retail locations. Kitsch's bestsellers, which is how I got into Kitsch, are their satin pillowcases. They also make satin caps and eye masks, and the satin is vegan and cruelty-free. And they are so vital for your hair and skin while you sleep. You gotta protect and prevent. They also have heatless satin curling rollers, so say goodbye to heat damage. These are the original, the OG, and still the best heatless curlers. 
Don't settle for knockoffs. Get the ones that started the craze. Kitsch also has rice water bars that could help with overall hair growth and density. And rosemary scalp oil. That helps with scalp health and hair strength from the root to the tip. And they have so much more. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your order. Designers, designers. Have you ever been on a hunt for your new perfect doctor? The doctor that hears you, listens to you, makes you feel comfortable, honors your concerns. So you're asking everyone for a wreck, but then of course they're not in your network and it's just a whole hassle. Well, wipe those tears away, put away the ice cream and head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can even filter specifically for ones who take your insurance or are located near you and treat almost any condition you're searching for. These docs all have verified reviews from actual, real patients, not bots. And the average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. (laughs) App taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist who's kind of rude. I use ZocDoc for my dad who just moved back here from Florida and needed a general practitioner. Super easy, ZocDoc. Put in his insurance, put in general practitioner, searched within a certain radius of where we are, and boom, he has an appointment on Friday. Go to ZocDoc.com slash she speaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. Make it work. Make it work. Make it work. Here is where we're going to get to the runway look. So what I'm going to do is refer to the, I screen grabbed the whole thing and I'm going to be playing it somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where on the screen I'll play it if you're watching on YouTube. Prajay's look, overall, as like an overall vibe, I dug it, but I didn't fully understand the corset. It didn't, to me, it just, I agreed with Brandon that it was, it was a little, um, that was the weakest piece. But overall, the combination of the things was like, yeah, no, this is cool. And I kind of wished that the model had kept the jacket on for more of it because I the whole look together is what's cool. The corset's actually the weakest part, in my opinion. Kato's look. Ooh, honey. It was uh, unfinished. It looked like two doilies were stuck on the boobs with some like orange fabric to keep it together. It was definitely unfinished. All right. Mimi rocked Bishmi's look, rocked it. But I was right there with them when it's like, you would have been in the top had you not 
done the shoulders because all I see are Mickey Mouse ears, but it's a sexy, hot, I mean, that undergarment, the bra with the high neck crisscrossing at the top and then the pulling of the white thing out and then Mimi bites it. Oh, yes. It was sexy as hell. Next up, we have the Fabio look. What in the hell is it? It's it's like that piece in the, the thing in the front. I think because I remember Christian saying... It's not, the the two things don't match up, the top and the shorts. They just look like two different things. So his solution was to just drape more of that fabric right in the front and cover up all the undergarment aspects of the look. So I, no, no. His his model, though, and the, the model drops the shawl. I like Brandon panicking. Like, can someone pick it up off the thing? And I was also like, where is, like, the PA to do that? Like, that should have been – someone should have already been out there grabbing it. Carasons comes out. And I was – it was like my eyes could not process the perfection. It was otherworldly. Like, look at this beautiful fitting bra. And then the chicness of the upper, of the, and I love Sergio going, I do not believe she, I need you to, you're going to have to show me the tape because I, there is no way she did that. Look at the detail on it. There's a little bit, there's just a hint of feathers and sequence, not too much because that would have been costume. It is so hard to do a look inspired by a time period and not have it look like a costume. I see why people can't figure that out easily because it's like, it's a nod to it. It's inspired, which is like, how the hell do you do that? So, but she, oh my God, perfection. Anna's is cool. I'm not going to lie. I thought Anna's was sexy the way it fit his body and the cutouts on the hip. And I, I thought the headpiece was really cool and chic. I have nothing bad to say about it. Britney's was innovative in my opinion. I was kind of bummed that I would, I would have swapped Praje for Britney as the top designs just because it was so unique. The top, this top is, it's athleisure mixed with total ready to wear. It's exactly what she's going for. I like that Britney is finding her, her signature and like her mission because I thought this was dope. So, so great. I wish it had been in the top. Next up we have, is it, I've never done this, but I'm literally like looking at footage while I'm, while I'm going through it. Um, but it does help. Rami's look, look, I, I think this must look better in person. I think that there's detail on it that's metallic looking and I feel it just probably doesn't read well on camera, but I think in person under those lights, it must've looked cooler. It is a gorgeous piece. I'm not denying that. It just, that throws me off. It looks kind of cheap, but I bet it doesn't look like that in real life. Oh no, Laurence's is next. Oh God. Okay. Look though, this, it's a dope suit. It fits him cool. I don't love the vest thing underneath though. I think that doesn't quite make sense. Why not just have him have nothing on his waist and think of how cool this look would have been. 
this look would have been dope if he had nothing across the stomach. Like, it's a gorgeous color. Like, it's a sexy color. It looks so good on him. And then she puts this – and it just looks like a piece of fabric with the intention of covering his abs. And I said, why? Why? So, okay, that was it. That was the last of it. So now for the judges. Anna, Brittany, and Bishmi are safe. And like I said, they go, Bishmi, you would have been in the top. You got to change the shoulders. And Sergio says you need to be open to allowing your signature to change over time. Don't get stuck. Preach. Top look is one of the top looks. Rami. Brandon is impressed by the craftsmanship of the skirt. Very little puckering, which is exactly what Christian warned him about. Like, you need to make that flawless. Puckering. We hate puckering around here. We do. It feels effortless for Elaine. And then when she said that, I was like, okay, yeah, there's no underwire. Uh, I guess it does have an effortless look. I think, again, this must read a lot cooler in person. Bottom look, Fabio. I wrote, oh my God, Paulina says the fabric looks like a shower curtain too. Because it did. Sergio is like, lose that stomach piece. Why the shawl? That's what I wanted to ask. There's truly no need for the shawl. It's, you've got shorts and it's like kind of, it, it just looks like an afterthought because it's just over his shoulders. I don't blame him for that model it was like, get this off. It doesn't make sense. The shawl doesn't, stop trying to make the shawl happen. You know, top look is Praje, fourth time in the top. Paulina calls it a true original, which I will give. That's absolutely. And Elaine comments on there. He's giving them a lot of look and a lot of, a lot of things he's already done before, but he understands how to remix it, which is a good note. Very true. It's like, that's based. That's a, the mark of a good designer. I think, right? Sergio says that this is what happens when styling goes right. It spoke to an urban sensibility, but back to a high sen- a high fashion sensibility. I loved his notes. I would love to have him back more often. I don't need to get rid of Nina. Nina can stay, but like it was nice. He had such a respect for the show and the contestants, and I just loved his feedback. Brandon makes the point of, okay, the undergarment piece like was not the strongest part. So therefore, this design actually wasn't one of my favorites. However, the next top look is Carasans. And Sergio, like when, okay, I posted this on my Instagram. The the moment where Carasan explains the inspiration and she says it's the Tulsa Massacre mixed with, and Sergio, when she's done, goes, ugh. That's how, like, that is the expression I like to give. Like, oh my God, that's so fabulous. It's so fantastic. It's Elaine says it's in a league of its own. It was just, it was that t- moment on Project Runway that only Project Runway can give you where you're like, this is art. This is fucking art, you guys. Bottom look is Laurent's. Brandon says, this undergarment aspect looks like an afterthought. Was it an afterthought? And she just goes, eh, no, it wasn't. And Brandon's like, she's impossible to to read like I can't nothing will get to her like the undergarment maybe was an afterthought and he did bust her but she's not gonna give him that and he's like never mind 
never mind. We're just going to move it along. Now, the bottom look is Coteau. The final bottom look. And she makes sure to mention it's her first time in the bottom right away. And they start giving her critiques, but then she goes into this thing about how she knows she's the bomb and basically she doesn't care what they have to say. And Sergio saw this going left and he decides this is a good point, which it was a good point to give her and Karasan a huge shout out about how they inspired him to go for the career he has now. He says, we stand on your shoulders, my dear. I loved it. I couldn't love it more. However, it did, Kachou just didn't get critiqued, which is, which was her plan. Clearly her plan was absolutely to do that. Um, and Kato points out there are five black designers in the competition, most representation in project runway history. And I don't, I didn't even think of that, but wow, that's so true. And all, and I, okay. If I were to pick the one, the three that I want in the finale to show a collection, as of right now, it would be Bishmi, Karasan, and Prajay. And I didn't even realize, I'm like, oh my god, they are all black. Well done. However, I gotta say something. I was over on a podcast called Always Looking Up. And the host is a little person and she brought me on. I did, we just recorded this yesterday and she has an issue. And I think we should kind of, we should help raise the awareness here. They don't do um, a, dis, a disability challenge, like people with disabilities. They just did it one time. She said, I can't remember what season she said it was, but they've not done it again and they're all about inclusion and representation, yet never. They never have to do any challenge for anybody with any type of disability. Like if someone's in a wheelchair, how do you design for that? And I thought that was important because if this was any other, quote, marginalized group, we'd be up in arms about it. But the disability community is like, we try all the time to get heard and we just don't, we get ignored. So I think it would be a really easy fix for Project Runway once a season to always do a challenge where they design for differently abled people. I just, it's not, it would, it would start the conversation. At first we were talking about how maybe um, there should just be a model that has a disability just as one of the models. And I think that would be a little too extreme right away. But eventually, if you do, if you do a, a, a different, differently able challenge once a season, then by season two, three of doing it, you're like, I'm a little more comfortable with it. And designers start to know if I'm going on Project Runway, this, this challenge will come up. And it, yeah, let's get the fucking word out there. It's not hard. Do one challenge, problem solved, figure it out. One challenge a season should be that. Stay consistent. Stay true to the concept of inclusivity and all that stuff. It was a really cool episode. I don't know if it's up yet, but always looking up. The the winners, duh. The winner is Karasan. Okay? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Out is Fabio. And I think it was... It's. I think this should be his last run on Project Runway. He's he's already so successful. You could tell he like he knows he's good at what he does in his world, and um, I get why he wants to do these competitions because uh, hello, 
like you win money, but I don't think he's got it in him anymore. He, he felt burnt out. That's what it was. He felt burnt out, exhausted. I can only imagine if whatever, however number of, however many number of times he's done this show, that's exhausting. You know, knowing the formula, knowing like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This challenge this is what we're going to do here. This is what we're halfway. It's a tedious tasking thing. And if he just wants to get to the finale, you can't rush there. That's what I'm getting from Laurence and from Coteau. They just want to get to the finale. It's like, you got to earn your place there though. Someone goes home every week, which is challenging to deal with and process because it's crazy, but still, you know? Kato gets off the stage as she's walking out um, and she asks to hug Sergio. And she's like, I'm so proud of you, baby. I just think there's an entitlement to her energy. But is but the, the reason is that I don't see it in Karasan as much. But who am I to say a black woman is entitled? Like, shouldn't they be? So, But I just, there's, I don't know. It's like she doesn't want to... There's not a, you know, it is, she doesn't really feel gracious or appreciative or, or grateful is the word. Maybe that's the problem I'm having because I love her designs, except obviously, except for this week, but everyone has a bad week. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if her journey this season is, is going to like to be to humble herself a little bit. She just feels like she's got a chip on her shoulder from not winning her season, which fair, so again, she's just trying to fast track to get to the part where she can show a collection. And that's the hard part about Project Runway is every week there's a challenge and it could be ridiculous, something that you'll never need to do, you know, like the unconventional challenge. No one, no one's going to be asking them to design a dress from toys in real life. But anyway, I hope, I hope I'm not insulting her. I'm just, I'm trying to like explain the experience I have with her. Anyway, for some reason, Brandon is the one to, who tells Fabio to pack up his workroom. Hmm. Brandon's there. Brandon is like their go-to. I feel like he's like the production favorite. They love Brandon. He'll do it. We'll do whatever we need. Christian had to be whisked away to do something. And Brandon's like, I can do it all. I love Brandon for the record. I love him. He's such a little teddy bear and he gives great critiques but it doesn't feel attacking like there's no snark as opposed to like michael kors or zach posen who were snark queens and as much as it would when i would when i would watch michael kors be a little dick i'd be like oh I'm fucking but it's iconic and so is zach posen and so okay did you guys ever, I don't know how many seasons they did it for, but when the judges would deliberate and bring out the designs on the models, like the models would come out wearing the designs and they'd be looking at the clothes up close. I really like that because then I would have want, I wanted that for Karasan's outfit. That's actually all I, I was like, I want them to go through the sleeves and explain why that took a long time. And I just, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see everything about it. I love, what did Paulina say? I think I wrote it down. Paulina said about Karasan's look, um, hold on, let me find it. She said, it felt like I was looking at a movie star and got x-ray vision and could see through her dress. It was incredibly titillating. Titillating is the best word for that. And also, isn't titillating one of the best words, period? Titillate. <laughs> uh, it was spectacular. 
it was like she could absolutely wear it out, but also like should she? Oh, so good. So freaking good. And Carousel still has such a like she seems to love doing this show. Like she's smiling, she's excited. It's like she really is happy to be there. So that's nice. That's really nice. She's got a heart of gold. So I would love to see her even win, but who knows? Um, who do we think is going home next? Um, Anna's a possibility. Anna is potential, potential. Rami, Rami, I feel like Rami was always a little bit you know what? Rami like peaked in like the nineties, early two thousands. And I feel like he still has that energy. Like he's a little dated, you know, and I want so badly to love him more, but I feel like he's just a little, a little hasn't quite caught up. He's not innovative, you know? So either, either of them, how would I feel if Laurence went home? If Laurence is in the bottom again, because of just like, mm, not really caring, it's sort of only fair. And I love her. But it kind of, it, it gets to a point where I'm like, now you're just taking a spot away from someone and that's not cool, you know? But loving this season, absolutely obsessed. Who do you guys want to see in the top three finale? Who are your front runners? Let me know if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Um, and if you're watching on the Patreon or listening on the Patreon, hey, drop the comments on the episode. Anyway, I think that's it, right? Yeah, we got it all. All right, guys. I love you. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.